Hello and welcome to the Trinity Fit Over 40 podcast with me, Rob Burkhead. And me, Ben Hughes. We are the co-founders of Trinity Transformation and creators of the Fit Over 40 method. And for more information about what we do, go to www.fit40info.com. So in today's episode, we're going to discuss, are carbs bad for women over 40? So sit back and relax and welcome to today's podcast. So a lot of diets these days recommend giving up carbs as a way to tone up and drop a dress size. But does that really work? And more importantly, does that really work for women who are over 40? Now, I got asked this the other day by a lady who was looking to get the scales moving, drop a couple of dress sizes. She'd been trying all the different things which used to work in her 20s and 30s, but was stepping on the scales at the end of the week and seeing zero results, which can be really, really frustrating. The next thing she was thinking of trying was a low carb diet or kind of keto diet, that sort of approach. And she wanted to know whether it would work for her specific situation. So that's being in her late 40s with a stressful job, a hectic family life. And the answer to that isn't really a straightforward yes or no. So in today's podcast, we're going to reveal the truth about carbs for women over 40 and let you know what nutritional approach we recommend for our clients so they can drop two dress sizes, fit back into all their clothes, and feel amazing wearing anything they like in 12 weeks or less. So the first thing we want to get into is kind of explain, first of all, carbs in general, and then we'll go into carbs and how they affect women over 40, because it is a little bit different as well. So the big misconception that we see out there, we hear from people all the time, is kind of this fear of carbs because the assumption is that carbs are fattening. And that tends to come from low carb dieting, things like keto, where people have tried it in the past, they've cut out carbs and they've seen this really quick weight loss. So they assume that therefore carbs must be fattening because if I cut them out, I lose a load of weight. However, there's two reasons why you will lose weight on a low carb diet. And it's not because of the carbs exactly. It's not because the carbs are bad or they're fattening. So the first reason that you will lose weight on a low carb diet especially if you're younger, so in your 20s or 30s, we'll talk about why it doesn't work so well in your 40s in a minute, is because carbs are one of the three main macronutrients. So there's three main macronutrients that make up what we eat. There's carbs, carbohydrates, and then protein and fat. Now, the average diet is actually, of the average person, it's probably not the optimal diet, well, it's definitely not, is made up about 50% carbohydrates. So half of what we're eating is carbohydrates. So if you do a low carb or a no carb diet like keto, where you cut out carbs, you're going to cut out anywhere from a third to 50% of what you're eating, your calorie intake. So what you're effectively doing by cutting out carbs is putting yourself or what you are doing is putting yourself into what's called a calorie deficit. You're eating less calories than your body burns every day and your body needs to get that extra energy from somewhere because all calories are is a measure of energy. And so it will get it from your body fat and start burning body fat. So The first reason you'll lose weight is effectively just because you're eating less calories than you were before. It's not magic, even though a lot of low carb diets will try and say it's something to do with insulin or these other things. Really, it's just because you eat less calories. The second reason you'll see very rapid results on a low carb diet is because you'll lose a lot of water weight. So when your body stores carbs, so when you eat carbs, your body will actually store those carbs in your muscles. And when you eat carbs, it'll store them in your muscles. And for every one gram of carbs stored, you'll also store three to four grams of water weight. So carbs are like a sponge. They soak up loads and loads of water. So 
actually, when you cut out carbs, you will lose a bit of weight from that carb storage in your muscle. You'll also lose a hell of a lot of water weight. And it can be anywhere up to five pounds or more of water weight. So what happens is people see this really quick results when they cut out carbs and they assume they're losing loads of fat, the wobbly, flabby stuff that doesn't make us feel great and it doesn't really serve much of a purpose once we have too much of it. However, what they're really losing in the first two weeks is mostly all this water weight. So again, people can think the low carb dieting is really good and carbs are fattening because when you cut them out, you lose weight. But a lot of that weight is not body fat, it's water. So the issue is this quick weight loss then leads people to assume all carbs are fattening. Then they feel like they need to avoid all carbs. But there's a problem if you do that. So Ben's going to explain now why, especially for women over 40, if you just avoid all carbs, it's actually going to be worse for you, not better. So the problem with cutting out carbs is that if you have kind of a sustained low carb dieting approach, which, you know, if you want to get, if you're going to want to see significant results, say dropping two dress sizes, losing two stone, this is going to be sustained. It's going to be more than kind of a short period, couple of weeks period of time. If you have that sustained low carb, carb dieting and you combine that with a regular exercise approach, which again is really, really important. If you want to see good, long lasting, sustainable results, I'd always recommend nutrition and exercise at the same time. But when you combine these two things together, it leads to decreased thyroid output, increased cortisol output, output. Cortisol is the stress hormone, impaired mood and cognitive function. So, you know, you'll get a bit of sort of brain fog, muscle catabolism, um, and even suppressed immune function. So essentially there are a lot of processes within your body that really require carbs to work at their best. And when you take those carbs away, and you're also doing exercise, which kind of burns additional carbs, your, your body's kind of stores of carbs get really, really depleted and your body can't function at its optimum. Now, if, for example, you wanted to do an approach where you just followed a low carb diet and you didn't do any exercise whatsoever, you might not get all of these negative effects, specifically if you're going to do exercise as well. The problem with that, though, is if you do a low carb diet, you don't do any exercise you're going to lose that body, bit of body fat. You're going to lose that water weight. But again, unless you can maintain that low carb approach for the rest of your life, as soon as you eat carbs again, that will all pile on again. It will be, it will be a short term fix. So essentially when you reduce carbs and you're doing exercise at the same time, your metabolism slows, your stress hormone cortisol goes up and you lose muscle tone. So you feel softer, you feel flabbier. Um, we've talked about the effects of elevated cortisol levels in previous episodes and how that can trigger what we call the weight gain triangle for women over 40. And um, so specifically for women over 40, this, these hormonal changes, so changes to thyroid output, cortisol, stress hormone output will have a bigger effect than, than for, you know, men or people who are younger. So for women over 40 in, in particular, low carb dieting, probably not the best idea. The other impact that it can have is restricting carbs especially for women can disrupt the production of female hormones like estrogen and progesterone etc and that can lead to things like blood sugar swings so you'll find you know you get to a certain point in the day and your energy level crashes and you feel like you need a sugar pick me up to keep going or you're having to survive on coffee it can lead to more body fat and especially body fat around the middle area which is something that a lot of women that we work with experience it can lead to loss of bone density it can lead to mood changes or mental health issues. It can lead to things like chronic inflammation or joint pain. It can lead to chronic fatigue or disrupted sleep. And all of these, all of this whole list of things is actually very, very similar to the list of 
of impacts that you get going through sort of perimenopause and heading towards menopause as well. So if you've already got all of these hormonal changes going on as a woman of 40, you're already heading towards the menopause. You're already finding maybe it's impacting your sleep. It's impacting um, your moods. It's impacting the way that you store body fat around the middle area. If you then also cut down carbs and disrupt those hormones even more, it's just like throwing fuel on the fire. It becomes even easier to gain weight around the middle area, even if you're dieting or following a low carb approach, and it becomes much more difficult to lose that weight again. And we're not at the end of it yet. <laughs> There's one more piece to this. So this is more around the understanding of different types of carbohydrates. So as Ben's explained, cutting out carbs specifically as a woman in your 40s or 50s, there's going to be a lot of negative side effects, especially if you exercise. But the other thing is, I think people cut out all carbohydrates because they see all carbohydrates as being the same. And the issue is these sort of generalized approaches, whether it's general in terms of exercise, whether it's general in terms of eating in, related to people's age or hormones, that doesn't work. But also in terms of just generalizing all carbohydrates doesn't work either because there's two key different types of carbohydrates. So we've got refined carbohydrates and you may have heard that phrase before so i'll try and explain that exactly what that means because to most people that doesn't mean a lot these are kind of highly processed so they're things that you couldn't make in your home from the raw materials so if you imagine flour flour is that fine white powder it looks nothing like the grain it came from so it's come from wheat it looks nothing like it because it's been heavily refined and processed to go from that wheat to being that fine, smooth flour that's very dense. Same with sugar, looks nothing like sugar cane. If I gave you wheat or I gave you sugar cane, you wouldn't be able to at home in your kitchen, make that into really nice, smooth flour that you then turn into cake, pasta, biscuits, or cereal, same with sugar. And the issue is these highly processed, these highly refined carbohydrates are not the same as um, unrefined carbohydrates. Then I'll come on to what those are in a minute. They digest very, very quickly and easily. Because just imagine it, it's a very fine powder. It's going to be absorbed very easily into your body. And the issue is this means it digests very quickly. So it doesn't keep you full for long at all. It's like throwing petrol on a fire. There's a big burst of energy and then it's gone. The other issue is you'll assimilate all the calories. So you'll, you'll, what we see a lot of the time is like calories listed on menus now or calories listed on food. What a lot of people don't realize is if you eat more whole foods or foods that are closer to how they came out of the ground or from the animal, you don't actually get all of those calories absorbed into your bloodstream and into your body because it takes a lot of energy to break them down. Um, you actually don't absorb all of them. So if you eat a chicken breast, you actually get like 70%, 80% of the calories out of it. You don't get all of them. If you eat um, vegetables, if you eat um, some, some unrefined carbohydrates like potato, potatoes or rice, you, again, you don't get all of them. Whereas with these refined carbohydrates, they digest very easily. You're going to get all of the calories from that. So it's not going to make you feel full because it digests really quickly. It also doesn't trigger leptin, which is the fullness sort of hormone. So you're still really hungry afterwards. And then you'll want to eat more and more and more. And you've probably found this. You eat Pringles or Doritos. They're refined carbohydrates. You just want to eat more and more and more. Same with bread. You, know, you have a slice of bread with butter. You think, well, oh, that was nice. I want another one. So... The issue is many of our like many of our clients when they start working with us, they're really worried about all carbs because of everything we talked about earlier. And then we say, actually, on our Fit Over 40 program, you can eat as much rice as you want, you know, up to a certain point, but a lot more than most people can actually eat. You can eat a lot of potatoes, you can eat sweet potatoes, you can make homemade oven chips, all this stuff. And they're worried to eat that because they think it'll they'll gain weight because it's carbs. 
However, these are totally different. These unrefined carbohydrates or complex carbohydrates, they have a completely different molecular structure because they've not been heavily refined. They digest very slowly. And it's like putting like a big log on the fire. So imagine you've got a fire with the refined ones. It's like throwing petrol on it. There's a big flash of flame and it's gone. Putting a big log on that fire, it'll take longer for it to burn and it'll be releasing energy for hours and hours afterwards. And this is exactly what complex carbohydrates are. So it's harder to burn and break down, which means you don't get all of the calories from it. Also means you release the energy really slowly and you'll feel full quickly because it also triggers your, um, your hunger hormones properly as well. It also stimulates them properly. So what our clients do, they do something called the diet makeover on our Fit Over 40 program for the first two weeks, where they cut out four hormone disrupting foods, which we call the WADS foods. So wheat, alcohol, dairy, and sugar. And that basically will mean you'll cut out all those refined carbohydrates found in those wheat containing foods, found in the sugar, found in the alcohol. And they can still eat, as I said, they can still eat complex carbs like rice and potatoes, and despite this, they're eating rice, they're eating potatoes, they're eating sweet potatoes, they're eating all these supposedly carbs, which are bad. They actually can still lose anywhere from five, six pounds to up to a stone within the first three to four weeks. Like we've got tons of people who've experienced that with eating those. So it just shows you that even as a woman in your 40s and 50s, you can still eat those carbs and see, see good results as long as you're eating more of those right carbs and less of kind of those refined carbs that you want to avoid. Awesome. So the solution to all of this then, uh, for women in their 40s and 50s, is essentially just to eat in a way that works with their changing body and with those changing hormones. So as we've discussed, cutting out carbs entirely disrupts those hormones more. And for most people, it's unsustainable, unsustainable to stick to long-term. I've tried it myself. Uh, I've tried long, low, to, low carb. It's kind of an experiment in myself just to see, could I stick to it? The answer was no. Eventually, my energy levels were terrible. I felt terrible. And I just you know, got back onto what I normally do. Um, so usually for most people, it's only, an, it's, it's only ever a temporary thing and the results are only ever going to be temporary if you even see results in the first place. Because as a woman over 40, it might just stop you from seeing the results you want to see. So the solution then is really to eat and exercise in a way that optimizes your body's hormones for weight loss. So what we're looking for is less refined carbs. So avoiding refined carbs is a good idea. So wheat, sugar, and alcohol. What we recommend for our clients inside of our program is first we do something called the diet makeover. We cut those out for a short period of time to break those bad habits, then follow the 80-20 rule. So 80% non-WADS foods, so wheat, alcohol, dairy, sugar, um, and 20% allowing a bit more flexibility. So 80% healthy foods, 20% have what you want, have all of those delicious treats that you want to eat. The next thing is to eat the right amount for you of three key ingredients. So the first thing is calories. You need to eat the right amount of calories per day. If you have too many, you'll gain weight. If you have too little, again, you may not lose weight. You need to get enough protein and you, get to, you need to get enough fiber, which are really key because they keep you feeling full. And all of this needs to be based on your weight, your height, your age, your body fat percentage, body type, hormonal situation, and dieting history. Inside of Fit of 40, we figure this out individually for every single client because we realize that not everybody is the same. Everybody's different. We treat everyone as an individual. Um, the right amount for all of these things is, it's as I said, not too much, not too little, just right. You can think of it kind of a, the Goldilocks principle. Um, I think it was, it was too hot or too cold, wasn't it, with the Goldilocks? The beds as well. I, I had to research this for the book. So it was, the yeah. bed was too hard, too soft, just right. The porridge was too hot, too cold, just right. That's it. Yeah, but you basically got to get it. If you, get, if you eat too much or too little, not going to work. You've got to get it just right. Um, 
And at the same time, you've got to keep those cortisol levels optimal. So that's a combination of doing the right type of exercise and following a nutrition approach, which isn't restrictive. So it doesn't cut carbs down, doesn't cut calories down. It's all kind of about being sort of nice and gentle on the body. But the good thing about this is this can be very, very flexible. You can still enjoy eating what you like and you can see good results. I have, I'm sure you have as well, Robert, I've had so many clients who've just commented like, just like they're like, oh, well, it's so easy to stick to. It's just really, really easy to stick to. People are surprised that when you follow just a nice kind of moderate approach, nothing extreme, nothing restrictive, nothing like the normal kind of diets you might see, it's very easy to stick to. You can enjoy eating out at a restaurant. You can enjoy having meals with your family. You can have all of the foods that you want as long as you have those foods in moderation. And you can still see amazing results in the mirror every single week. And inside of our Fit Over 40 program, we call this approach hormonally balanced eating. And it's exactly what our client Louise did, who's a busy secondary school teacher, a mum of two, and she used this to drop a dress size and lose over a stone within 12 weeks in her 40s. So she said, I needed to refocus as I'd lost my ability to control my eating habits and my weight was spiraling upwards. I tried Weight Watchers, Slimming World and Keto in the past, but since turning 40, nothing seemed to work like it used to. Since joining Trinity, I've lost a dress size, lost 18 pounds, almost one and a half stone. I fit into lots of clothes in my wardrobe. I've regained control of my diet, exercise and mindset while regained control of my life to become a much happier, balanced person. My cravings for raiding the cupboards on a nighttime have vanished. I'm eating carbohydrates and feeling full without feeling guilty. I'm able to wear some of my favorite clothes that were, that were just hung in my wardrobe as they were too small once again. I'm intrigued and excited to find out where the next three months will take me. So absolutely amazing results there, which just goes to show that you, you don't have to cut carbs down as women over 40. It's not necessary to see results and there are much better, much more effective ways. And if you want to find out more information about the program that Louise did and the program that we recommend to all our clients that we've kind of gone through a few details about today, just head over to www.fit40info.com and you can get all of the information on that page. Awesome. So thank you so much for joining us for today's episode of the Trinity Fit Over 40 podcast. That just about wraps up today's episode. We'll be back next week for another one. We'll see you then. So thank you for listening to today's episode of the Trinity podcast. If you've enjoyed today's episode, don't forget to hit that subscribe button inside your podcast app so you don't miss future shows. And also please leave us a quick review. It only takes two minutes. We do all of these shows completely for free to help you. So we'd really appreciate a quick review if it's helped you at all. So thank you again so much for listening and we'll catch you next week for the next episode of the Trinity podcast.